Okay, good evening ladies. So we discussed last week really the importance of communication and not going around upset at people with hakbadot, hakbadot, because at the end of the day, that reality damages you. And the, the key to be able to come whole is really the ability to communicate, to talk to the person. If somebody seriously bothers you or, or hurts you, to tell them and to explain to them. We discussed how careful a balance this needs to be in order to communicate this. Sometimes you actually are not able to do it, but you need to get to that point where you could communicate both in marriage, as a parent, as a friend, as a relative, the importance of communication and resolving problems. Tonight, we're going to talk about the opposite side of the equation. And that is being able to be moichal, being able to forgive a person. And forgiving, truly forgiving, mechila, is a lot harder said than done. To truly forgive and be moichal a person. Says Revolba, as we discussed and elaborated upon last week, it's really hard sometimes to rebuke, communicate, to articulate what bothers you, but it's kasha kiflayim hulimchol. It's doubly hard to forgive if somebody really hurts you. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick on marriage. When somebody wants, when someone bothers you, and you want to communicate, so you're able to go over to the person and you communicate to do it correctly. It's challenging. But when, they, when you get hurt, not when it's minorly hurt, when somebody really punches you in the gut, where a child, a spouse, a sibling, a parent, a friend, utterly, totally insults you, de- denigrates you, you know, doesn't take you into consideration, and now they ask for forgiveness, Michilo, that is really hard to, to forgive. It's always easier if you're telling the spouse, you know, no, this is not right. But if you're the one having to forgive, much, much more challenging to give a He says, listen, this is an amazing thing. When you think about this, if somebody comes to you and says, please forgive me, and you don't forgive them, it really bothers you. You're walking around angry. Now again, like last week, I'm going to have to fine-tune this. Um, it's, you, can't, you can't say, I forgive you. Why not? Because you're stealing from them. If you tell the person, I forgive you, let's pick a marriage. Again, uh, every case is unique. But if somebody hurts you, or, or, or in a relationship... And you say, I forgive them, and you don't forgive them. What's the problem? It damages a relationship. How do I know this? Because I have these people come into my office months, years later, and they say, you know what he or she did? And the person will say, what do you mean? I, he asked for forgiveness. I asked you for forgiveness. Or she asked you for forgiveness. And it's, 
it wasn't really forgiven. It, they may have said it to make the person feel better, but it still bothers them. It's still not resolved. And the, the way to get to that point, you really need to be, uh, be able to say, you're moichel. So the imishu, for example, somebody asks you for forgiveness, slicha be'er v'yom ekipurim, moichelo be'peh, achlo belev, you say, I forgive you, I forgive you, and you don't really mean it. Or you don't truly mean it. So he says that you're actually going to hurt this person on Yom Kippur. Why? Why? Because Averus should have Adam Lechavero. We know that Averus, that in Averus, that are between man and their friend, in Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur does not fix until your friend forgives you. So, which means if you tell your friend you forgive them, and you don't forgive them, now it means you don't, you, know, you partially forgave them, but you didn't truly uh, for, uh, for, uh, uh, forgive them. That means they're going to go into Yom Kippur thinking, oh, I'm great. I forgave this person. Uh, the person forgave me, and then you were, you were not forgiven. How is that your fault? If you think they're forgiven, how is that your problem? Well, it's your problem because you damaged the relationship in the first place. So, let me put it this way. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, this is a good question. You know the question. It's a good question. You asked for a person forgiveness at Arab Yom Kippur. You insulted a person. You hurt a person. I wouldn't wait till till Erev Yom, Yom, Yom Kippur to be able to fix the situation as it is. You should have done it earlier. And if they, they have not resolved it, uh, that then you'll have an opportunity to fix it. But you, you really put a person in a bind in Erev Yom Kippur, please forgive me. Now, the truth is, is Erev Yom Kippur is the best time to ask. Why is Erev Yom Kippur? Because people are asking Mechila. It's easy to ask Erev Yom Kippur. It's convenient. And it's a good time, for, and you should ask if you haven't asked. But at some level, you're liable. You cause the damage. But the, the, the real problem is the person themselves should have forgiven you or should have been honest. So listen, I'm really still very hurt. And it's hard for me to forgive you. At least they can ask again or try to rectify or explain to you uh, the, 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 the situation. I actually had a case of years ago Two people, I'm a rabbi, so two people got into very bitter fights. Mamish are bad fights. And I had this more than once. But I had to get one person to ask forgiveness from the other person. And I told the person, you know, when you go ask forgiveness, make sure they actually forgive you. So this person told me that afterwards, that person told them that it was very hard it was very, very hard to forgive. This is like two ladies, by the way. <laughs> like like two, two men are like, they're too macho to say this. Oh, it was hard for me to forgive you. They don't talk like that. You know? men, men hold it in. It happens to be, you know, a lady, if you really upset her, she can be honest. Uh, I was just telling somebody to read a book on anger. So I told this person, you know what? I read this book on Casa and anger many years ago. I read it actually on a plane to when I was going to the Mir Yeshiva in Israel, I read this book on Kassah, like 20 plus years ago, and I remember, I was sitting next to a couple right next to me, 
And the guy said, oh, you're reading the book, you know, on, on anger. And I said, yeah, it's a great book. Do you want to read it? And so the guy's like, and he was Israeli, you know, it was, it was actually, it was, it was, I don't ever get angry. I don't get angry. So like his wife or girlfriend, I don't know what she was, she like looks at him like, what in the world is he talking about? Like, I got, I don't, money. Like, you know, like, what are you, what are you giving me this book on cost? I don't get, you know, you know, I don't get angry ever. You know, men have a, a macho. So for a man to say it's very hard, but for men it's also, men are human also. And the truth is, if they're hurt, they, they hold it in. They, they can keep it in. And so this lady, though, told the other lady, you know, it's very hard for me to forgive you. She was honest. It was very hard. She was really pained. Now, when you see a, I'm not talking about somebody makes a little bit of comment. I'm talking about a deep insult or, or, or really you had a real fight with somebody, and it, and it, it, which is deep. So if the person says they forgive the person and they don't, number one, they're going to walk around and that relationship is still damaged. Because if you don't forgive somebody, it, you're, you're da- that relationship is hampered. And number two, if it's Yom Kippur, imagine someone's, you, you have a taina, it's a kateger, on Yom Kippur, it's, it's a pro, you're, you're like, you're, you're prosecuted against them on Yom Kippur. And if you say it, but really you're still bothered, you won't ask forgiveness anymore. They assume they're forgiven. But if it's not a real mechila, they're not fully whole afterwards, it's not truly a kapara. He says at some level, it's laughable um, that people say, I forgive everybody. Now, I do this every year on Yom Kippur night. And I will... Well, <laughs> Some of you will do it next year. But at the end of the day, my, when I say I forgive anybody, everybody, I mean it. I really do. And, and the, the truth is, is it should... And I think many people do think that they forgive, that the moments of Yom Kippur, you look to forgive people. But to really forgive a person, you need to think about it. That you think about what happened and what they did, and you're able to be moich of them. I... Don't joke around about Mechila Maisa. There's a story by Hagoyin Hatzadik Reb Elia Lapian Sheba Adam Lefanov. A person asked him for Mechila. Al Shadibur Alav Shaloi Kehoygen. The person went to Elia Lapian and said, I was going to ask Mechila. I badmouthed you. I talked about you in, in, in an improper fashion. Rabbi Eli Lapian said, tell me exactly what you said. He wanted to know, what am I being moichel you for? After he heard what this person had said about, about him, said, I don't know if I can forgive you. <laughs> Come back to me in two weeks. Now Rabbi Eli Lapian was a Baal Musar par excellence. It means he was a really worked on, developed individual. And he told this person, you know, you imagine if, if Eli Lapian tells you, I don't, I'm not sure if I forgive you, would you be nervous? I'd be nervous for a couple weeks. If, 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 if a tzaddik tells you, I don't know if I can forgive you or not, 
not, not a simple, not, not a simple thing. Come back in two weeks. The Az Alam and Harbin Musa. I'll learn a lot of Musr Alza. How Hashem forgives us. How Hashem loves us. How Mechila is such an important thing. How people make mistakes. And I'll really work on myself to truly and totally be Mochal to forgive you. Ulai Atzliach Limcholacha Belev Shalom. Then maybe I'll be truly, you know, I'll, I'll truly forgive you. I, I, you know, I once had a, 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 a Shalom bias thing. The, the one person really hurt the other person. Really was improper to the other person. And the, the, then they say, well, oh, ask forgiveness. They ask forgiveness. I'm so sorry. The way they hurt them was a lot of energy. The mechila, oh, I'm so sorry. They were, you know, the mechila was, and then, and then they were upset. That, why isn't he or she forgiving them? Why? Like, they should be mechila like this. They should forgive like this. A person could shake when they think what this means. We think, now again, somebody steps on your toe, and they bump into you, and they say, I'm sorry. No big deal. We're not talking about that. We're talking about really somebody went around bad-mouthing you, emailing against you, insulted you, Hurt you, cheated on you, disgraced you. I, you know, the the real, really, damaged you. Hurt you're in shaduchim and they hurt your shidduch. You're, they 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 hurt your children in some way. Like really, there 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 are really legitimate legitimate reasons to be upset at people sometimes. I'm not talking. We're not talking about minor things today. A major thing, major major thing. I, no, I've had even it's, for some people this is major. It's important to realize this. Somebody misses somebody's simcha, and not for a good reason. Sometimes there's legitimate reasons. You can't dance at every chasana. There are reasons. A person gets sick. A person can't come. They, they can't afford it. I mean, there can be lots. But there's no reason. People get hurt. That's what happens. You know, if somebody doesn't come to your wedding or to your bris, which is important, by the way, for all of us to remember. Somebody has something important to them. It's important to them. You married can I have a few kids, right? Did you appreciate people came to your weddings? Now, yours were all not local. But what, now that you married off three kids, and none of them were local. What would you think if, somebody, if you made a wedding locally and somebody who you're close to for 20 years, 30 years, just doesn't show? What would, would it bother you? Honestly. Yes. What? It's fair. I mean, it would bother anyone, right? They don't come... And they, they, they don't come to, 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 to it. What if, what if, God forbid, and I've, I've heard this, somebody's sitting shiva, and somebody doesn't come, and for no reason, too lazy, too whatever. So the fact is that that damages a relationship. It hurts the person. It, 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 it bothers uh, them. Sometimes you're sick, and the person doesn't call you, for, you haven't seen him for, for a month, why don't you even call me? You know, you're insulted. The person forgot about you. Uh, if you get forget about some people who hold it's important, 
about their uh, birthdays. Making it is, now that's not so terrible. Um, some, what? Yeah, but still not so terrible. Um, it, it's not. I don't even person missing a wedding. You know, but it's something to some people. Anniversaries is also something. Like, I don't know if I would forget my anniversary when my wife would say anything to me. Uh, you know, by us anniversaries, we appreciate it because we appreciate being married, not the anniversary. It's, but some families' anniversaries, woo, like uh, it's a whole shebang. How do you forget my anniversary? You know, if I got, you know, it's like a serious, it's a serious, it's a serious. Whatever it is, there are things that you may do what's called an act of omission. You didn't actually, you say, I didn't do anything to you. You forgot about this. You, or you didn't come to the affair. Or you didn't call. Or three ladies get together. Actually, I was just learning with my son, Shlomo Eliezer, my, my five-year-old son tonight. And we're learning the story of Yiftach. How Yiftach went ahead and fought Amun. Uh, and Yiftach did not ask Ephraim to come against Amun. And Ephraim was... The shave and Ephraim, the tribe was, was livid. Why were they livid? Why did you not ask us to come to this war? They were insulted. It actually became a whole big thing. You can learn the book of Shoftim. Highly recommend it. Um, but the point is, sometimes you don't invite somebody to something, and they're upset you didn't invite them. You, 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 you had the wedding, you didn't invite this person. Or your three girlfriends come together for a walk, and you don't invite somebody. Again, I'm not saying that they're right, but they're persons upset. Okay? And sometimes they, 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 they play it out in their head. Um, so, and it really bothers them. We're not talking about whether they should be bothered. We're talking about they are bothered. <laughs> the fact is that they are upset and they are bothered and they are to me, Michael. And it doesn't always happen so thing. In fact, and two weeks later, this guy came out to Eli Lapian, and he was happy, and he says, Baruch Hashem, I learned a lot of Musr, and I'm Michael, you believe Shalom, and I'm Michael, you b'mechila gemor. Now, Eli Lapian said, I am Michael, you believe Shalom. You know what that meant? There's nothing on the radar. It, 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 it's like it never happened. It doesn't bother him an iota. That's what Michael believes Shalom means. You, that, to be able to say it no longer, it, nothing bothers me. I am Michael believes Shalom, nothing is there. Zehu Maiserav, the story of Rebel Yalapiyam, but it teaches us what it means to truly be Michael. Avoidahi. It sometimes it works. And I've, I've had people I had to actually help them be. Michael to talk it out so they can truly erase, reboot, get out any negative feelings to, to, towards sometimes their husbands or wives or parents or children or siblings or people or, or, or other people. Um, the usher, and therefore, you should not be Michael until you really are Michael because you're not helping anybody. You're lying to them and you're lying to yourself. Now, I will say there are some people like, they're not going to ask you for forgiveness again. And if you don't forgive them, what happens is, is they, nothing good is going to happen. So, but we're talking about where it's real. Where, where there's a depth to the relationship with the sibling, with the parent. Really, the, the smart, if people are functional people, 
that if somebody could hurt you, you need to tell them, you know, right now I, mean, I can't be mocha. You're doing them and yourself a favor. Again, there are exceptions to this rule. There are certain types of personalities that they need to be dishonest and they're the losers because of this. But you're really hurting yourself and other people if you're not really mocha. Because what happens is you don't resolve it and they don't realize that you're hurt. And they don't realize that you still hold it against them. They move on, and you do not. And sometimes also, they don't realize the seriousness of what they did. <laughs> because you, you told them, oh, it's no big deal. No problem. Take it out completely. Like Rabbi Elielapian, he says, Rabbi Elielapian, he brings in brackets, somebody asked, um, um, Rebel Yilapian about this story, and he said to tell it's about himself. He was never mocked on a person in his life, of an adult, but still to say he had nothing, he wouldn't be willing to say. To be truly walking on angry, to have zero to zilch, he said that's why he told the guy to come back in two weeks. Mechila, and therefore this is important for all of us. Ladies, it's good you came tonight, because I guarantee you, myself and yourselves, we will have times where we'll have to be Michael people. People we love. People we care about. People it's important to be Michael. By the way, if you're not Michael, a loved one, and you go into Yom Kippur with it, it's, it's a kitchen. It's not good for that person. You're raising your hands or you're just stretching. No, it's okay to forgive someone they have not even asked for forgiveness, right? There's a lot of people that upset you and you never address it with them, but you let it go. So let me finish this and I'm actually answer your question. That's a very good question. Um, I did speak about that about nine or ten years ago. How did you forget? <laughs> I spoke about outside of it. It was actually, I think it was about ten years ago. I won't, I won't, hold, I'll be Michael. I won't hold it against you. Uh, oh, yeah, what are you saying? She just remember yesterday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'll tell you what I said. I'm but you know, on a seri- the, truly to be meichal, this is why it's important to come here tonight, because we, you know, the, the gift of life is to love and be successful in life. And the, 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 the most lasting relationships, or anybody, is to have good relationships. And this is important. Mechila, real mechila, takes work. Sometimes you have to actually think, resolve in your own mind why you forgive this person. You think that they're human, or that uh, you have to work on it, you have to say what, how important it is to forgive a person. But you need, we need to be able to truly forgive people. And I, 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 I'm saddened to say that there are children who never forgive their parents. I'm sad to say that there are marriages that are damaged. There are siblings that don't talk, or if they do talk, they don't have a healthy relationship because... Like I spoke about last week, there's no communication. But sometimes it's because there's no forgiveness. They have not forgiven somebody from 20 years ago. From 30 years ago. From two months ago even, it's too long not to forgive somebody. Quite frankly, from two weeks ago, it's too long not to forgive somebody. But they don't work on it. They imagine they'll just, it will happen through osmosis, or I'll just let the relationship be damaged. You know, a heart relationship. That's not the way to live.
is to erase if you have this anger, this annoyance still in your heart uh, you get to the point that you should not even remember the person did it, you know it by the way because it shouldn't bother you for totally, completely forgiving the person don't be embarrassed uh, uh, to tell the person I'm not yet ready to forgive you you know come back it's okay to say that you know if somebody hurts you and I'm gonna, you know I'll pick it again I, I, I do have um it's not like I have other everyday people come to the show lines, but you get it. Um, but you do have like, you know, parents and children. Spouses to me is the most dangerous because I just somebody today somebody told me couldn't believe it. A guy I knew I knew from the mirror. It came up. Someone had to discuss it with me. This guy, a few years older than me, told me he just got divorced. If you, not just recently how in the world did this guy get divorced I mean to me it was such a shock they married for two decades they're I know both of them I, I, I you know they just married off a kid I mean how does a couple like this get divorced it was, I was really an amstel as I say it now really bothered first of all it's a, it's a horrible they have children it's so sad for people to love each other for 20 plus years and get and break it. So I will say one thing. A parent and child or siblings, they're very sensitive, but they're forever. <laughs> Those are forever relationships. You are blood. You have the same DNA. A spouse is the holiest and the highest relationship, but it, it, it is, still has a level of fragility of being somewhat fragile. And it's super important that if you're hurt by your spouse... And they really hurt you to, to want to forgive them, but to be big enough to tell them if you really hurt, I lo- you can quote me, or don't quote me, don't say I really intend to say this, but use these words. Yeah. Uh, no, you can quote me, you can say what I'm saying. Don't tell the person, oh, really, Levine said this statement, that'll be, like, be silly for many reasons. But uh, just, you, can, you should say, I love you very much, I want to forgive you, but I, I'm not there yet. That's what you need to say. If you really don't forgive the person, if you've really been hurt, I love you, I want to forgive you, and you should want to forgive your spouse, and this is anyone else, but I'm not there yet. That is the correct way. If you really are hurt, if you can forgive a person, don't do that for no reason. But if that's the case, you should be honest with the person. To, to get, that way you can heal yourself. It's, it, the quick say, I forgive you, and you don't forgive the person is not a good idea. It's not the wise course of events. And we also have to teach us uh, ourselves that if, uh, if you say you're Merkel and you're not, you're, you're disingenuous. That's not okay. It's like a person says, says I forgive you. I says, I ask Mechila. Sometimes like, no, you know, a person, upset, I, a person asks forgiveness. They don't really mean it. It's not real. <laughs> they ask for forgiveness, and you look at that person 
you know, I'm a, I, 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 I mediate sometimes. I, I teach, you know, or I have little kids, my own kids. Sometimes my kids ask, Mechila, forgive us, they do something wrong. And sometimes they, they just are saying it because they get, they get in trouble. You know, oh, I'm sorry. Why'd you hit your sister? Why'd you hit your brother? Oh, I'm sorry. You know, like, um, and they're not sorry. They're, they're sorry they got caught. They're sorry they got in trouble. That's the only thing they're sorry. They're not sorry they hit their sibling. All they're sorry is they lost their allowance, they're not getting desserts, they're getting in trouble, they're in the room. That's what they're sorry about. So we look at that. Adults do that too. They don't say, oh, I'm sorry. They say, I'm so sorry. And they don't really mean it. They're just, you know, that's just a, That's terrible. We all could have. Saying, I forgive you and you don't mean it is also really bad. It's also really bad. And it's actually really bad for that relationship. Now, if you're a tzaddik or tzaddikis, and you forgive everybody, and you have such a big heart, and you really forgive them, that's great. That's a one, if you really forgive the person, you're the Chavetz Chaim, you're Rabbi Arya Levine, you're, 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 you really, so then, then you forgive them. Kashal Islam and this is technically a challenge. He call your because uh, it doesn't happen every day, but the Rambam uh, tells us uh, uh, how mechila sometimes sometimes you do people they don't know why you're angry they don't get it they're tone deaf. They just don't get what they did wrong to you. What are you making such a big deal about? Why are you hurt? There, there are certain people that are just not sensitive in this world. How do you say sensitive in Hebrew? Ragish, ragish. That's sensitive. Ragish is like emotional, right? But ragish is sensitive also. They're not ragish. They don't have the kalim to be ragish. They're just they're not there. They're just too simple to understand what what they're doing wrong. The average teenager, by the way. Uh, I have a few. Now, that might, not my teenager. Of course, I'm on tape, but uh, the average one does not realize, like, you know, they, 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 they do anything wrong. You know, there's some big teenagers also. They, don't, they never grow up. They're like, in their 20s, they, they, don't, they don't know what it means to be sensitive to others, you know, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, so, it happens all the time. They're adults. They don't even, they don't even care. They don't know... With a proper basic touch, and certainly like the small things which we discussed a few weeks ago. But in those cases, in small, petty things, we should teach ourselves to be able to completely forgive people. Because that's natural. It should be natural that we're not, that when somebody steps in our toe, somebody doesn't, does something minor, somebody, you know, makes a comment which is not meant malicious, and it's not really terrible, it's just like, you know, Lord, teach yourself, says the Rambam, in those cases, to completely forgive a person. Completely forgive a person. The Rambam actually says about himself, he, he said about someone else, but the, the, the world says it's the Rambam talking about himself, that his happiest day of his life, happiest day of his life, he was on a boat, and he was on the, the, on the bottom level of the boat. Where did the Rambam live? Good, Where? He, he, it was in, in, in Spain, ran away from the Muslims to Morocco, from Morocco Israel. to Israel for a little bit, and then Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim. So he said it was on the boat, so it was somewhere in the Mediterranean Sea. And somebody from the, the higher level, like the, where the, which the rich people were on, urinated below, looked at the people below, urinated from the top of the boat, 
onto the Bible and hit the Rambam with his, with his, <laughs> with his, uh, okay. and the Rambam said that his happiest day of his life, he didn't get angry and he was able to forgive this person. Now, that is like, if most people get, or sitting on the deck, you know, having their pina colada or whatever they're doing, somebody sits up there and decides to, uh, to give them a shower, they're not, they're going to be incensed. Or if they're not incensed, they're going to walk around angry. And that's normal human withdrawal, right? The Rambam was able to say, like, this guy's a nebuch. This person's a, a tragedy. Look at this. And he was so happy that he himself had taught himself, you know, to just forgive this. You know, why should I walk around angry, you know, to be, and, and not to, to be angry at myself? And, and by the way, when they said the Rambam wasn't angry, this is important, by the way. If we're not Michael people, at some level, we have anger and frustration, and it, we walk around a little less happy. A little less happy. When we have situations where we're not Michael a person, we don't forgive a person, at some level, we're the biggest losers. <laughs> we're not happy. We're not satisfied. We walk around sometimes, as I mentioned, you can't even, you know, it could be a, a family wedding, you can't have a, all the relatives there. Or you can't be happy at that wedding because your sister or sister-in-law or, God forbid, parent or child is at the wedding because and you're not because you're not meichal, and you come in and you think about things. Whenever you think about them, your blood pressure raises rises. So it, 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 the opposite. He wasn't angry at all. And he was so happy because it didn't even bother him that you know because we were not meichal. But the way you teach ourselves to be meichal is by the small things in life. To completely, totally forgive a person. To, like it never, ever happened. And it, let's pick relationships. If it's uh, somebody visiting you, it's your parents or your children, and they, uh, and they misplace things, or they put things wrong. That's how there's education with children. But I'm talking about older children. Right? You're, you're, you're daughter-in-laws. Daughter-in-laws, right? You have lovely daughter-in-laws. <laughs> Perfect. Oh! Amazing. I, so, you're perfect, Dorla. So, you're, you're sons then. So, one of your sons, <laughs> you know, a, 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 a Russian Shiva once said, you know, who, whose sons were like scholars, but his sons in laws were Russian Shiva after him. He says, You can't pick your children, you can pick your in laws. You, know, like, you, know, you, you can pick your darlings, you can't pick the boys, right? You can raise them, but you can't pick them. I'm sure you pick yours, but one of the boys put something in the wrong place. We all do this. You know, to forgive them, they, they, they drop something. You know, I, I must tell you, every dinner, every time I have dinner with my family, it's, a, you know, there's a certain level of comic, comical, which kid's going to spill whatever, and you can get upset, or why do you take, or, or who took the extra thing, or who put this where. And you learn to teach yourself to forgive people. Somebody, not that they didn't come to your wedding, they came, whatever, they, they came to your house late. You, you teach yourself to forgive, and then the Nechaz Hashem things which are really painful, It'll be much easier to teach yourself to forgive. Now, Mrs. K asked a very important question, which the rabbi discussed ten years ago. Uh, just joking. Okay. I'm not joking. What? I'm sure, I wasn't there. <laughs> I, yeah. So no, I, I, I discussed this. It was a Shabbos morning after davening. What date? I don't want to embarrass anyone. Uh, Including myself, I don't remember what day it was, but I, it was for sure. I was showing him Kippur. I was, it was Shabbos, probably Shabbos Chuva, about ten years ago. And I said the following question: 
let's say a person says tefillat zaka. Say if on Erev Kippur they say zaka, you forgive everybody. Let's say I you have a roommate, or that they, they say you don't create shmash shalmita. Every and I hope if you're not saying this, you should for sure say this. Every night before you go to sleep, in the, by Kriyat Shashamita, you ask for God for forgiveness for anything you did wrong. Everyone will come out, right? And you say there, if anyone sinned against me, I forgive them. So I ask the following question. Let's say you have a roommate, or you heard somebody saying Tefillah Zaka, and they say, I forgive everybody. Or you heard, that you, you, like, you have a roommate in, in, in college or in seminary or in yeshiva, and they, they hear them say, I forgive everybody. And you happen to have insulted them or hurt them. Do you need to ask them forgiveness? They just forget. You heard them say, I forgive everybody. They say, you saw them saying, to the Zaka, and I forgive everyone for all they did. So good, I'm off the hook. Do you have to ask them for forgiveness? So what I pointed out is the following thing. that There's two reasons why you still need to ask forgiveness. Um, reason number one is that the act of asking for mechila is part of tshuva. The busha, the embarrassment, the hachna'a, the humility to ask for... It's not easy to ask forgiveness. Do you know why it's not easy? Because when you ask mechila, it means you're admitting mistake. Even Adam Harishan, on the first day of creation, blamed Chava, and Chava made a mistake. Everyone's blaming everyone else. It's very hard to admit error, especially when you got into a fight or an insult or there's a, there's a, there's a war of emotions. Zekasha ma'oid. It's extraordinarily challenging to say that you did something wrong. When you ask mechila, that's part of the tshuva. It's, it's part of fixing your neshama. It's part of the hachna. The humility is part of fixing your neshama. Reason number two is even if you heard them say that, like we said today, maybe they don't really mean it. But when you see somebody ask mechila, imagine the following thing. If somebody really hurt you, really hurt you, and, they, and, they, and they, you say, I forgive them, what's the chance of you truly forgiving them? Not so high. If the person comes to you, I am so, 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 Sorry, I really did not realize how what I did. I really want to apologize. If especially if there's some tears, those guys don't expect tears. But if there's you know if a guy they're contrite, it's ready like a madriga, right? I'm really, 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 really sorry. Um, and I and I, and I mean like the forgiveness is a different forgiveness. So even if they say it, when you ask in that way, it allows a mechila gemura. It allows a, a true mechila. The way you ask it and asking it and humbling yourself actually aids and abets the person to be able to truly forgive you. Yeah? So you're saying it's better not to just let things go? It's better to make them aware so they can do So great, great, oh, good questions. <laughs> uh, excellent, yeah, so it would depend. Uh, you know, the, so, the, the, this is actually the Chafetz Chaim in his book on Lashon Hara uh, asked the following question. Let's say you spoke Lashon Hara about a person and uh, they have no idea. They have no idea. Should you? And they're not going to find out. 
should you go over to the person and say, uh, I spoke Lashon Hara about you. So, the Chavetz Chaim, uh, the Chavetz Chaim said that you should tell the person and ask him forgiveness if you can. And Rizal Salanter would not give a Haskam on the book because of that. Rizal Salanter carried the book Chavetz Chaim wherever he was, but he wouldn't write a Haskama because he believed that you should not tell the person. Chavetz Chaim said to him that the Benayona brings it down, that if you damage a person, you should ask him forgiveness. Rizal Salanter felt that if by uh, telling them, you'll create ill will, that's worse. So it would really depend on the person and on the situation. Um, I would, in many cases, minor things, you should not tell them. Just move on, uh, especially if they'll never find out. And in other things, you may need to tell them and you'd have to wait out the situation. But, you know, fixing, <laughs> fixing mistakes, sometimes you have to use your brain. You know, if you get, you get into a mess, you, you, I think the, 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 the greatest thing an adult, an adult for ourselves need to, to do is have responsibility. So, achrayis. You know, we, the most important thing from day one in creation is being responsible for our actions. And when we make mistakes, sometimes on purpose, sometimes silly mistakes, to be, take achrayis for it. And sometimes that means asking mechila. Sometimes it means realizing that it's a mistake. I have to think what I should do about it. Maybe I shouldn't do anything about it. I just move on. And for forgiveness, sometimes you just forgive a person and there's no point to say anything to, because you forgive them. But if it bothers you, if you're hurt and you can't get it out of your heart, so like I spoke about last week, you better articulate it. Uh, and if the person does ask you for forgiveness... And they really did hurt you, not minor things. You need to be able to tell them that you're not there yet. Now, it could be that the person who you want to tell it to cannot hear that. And then you should consult with a wise person what the best thing to do is. It could be in that case you need to speak it out and get it out of your system. You know, with, I'll give an example. A lady once told me that her mother. Her mother cannot hear criticism, anything else. She's a nice lady, but she, she's tough as nails, can never hear anything wrong, never ask mechila. I once had, I'll tell you a true story. A woman told me, and she quoted some lady who told her this, some prominent lady, never to ask mechila from children. I mean, you can insult your child, you don't ask mechila. Like, you never ask mechila. That sounded crazy to me. You really insult... Now, uh, uh, you, know, you really hurt your child, you don't ask Mechila? I asked my Rebbe, when the G'dayli Hadar of Shmuel Kamenetsky, he told me, absolutely, if a parent really hurts a child, for sure they should ask Mechila. For sure they should ask Mechila. Well, they said to me the following thing. I, I, you know My mother, she can't... You, you know your mother's not going to ever ask for forgiveness. She's never going to ask for Mechila. She's never, you know, and she hurt you. And she was wrong. Sometimes the most dangerous thing, by the way, this is important, you just got married, you know, for all of us, is my mother-in-law likes to say this, there are in-laws and there are outlaws, right? There, there are parents who break their kids' marriages. They damage their marriages. Right? And, 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 and we know that when you get married, you are supposed to be with your spouse. 
marriage 101, right? Marriage 101 doesn't say nakibar avim. It doesn't say that, and it could be that your mother did something wrong and she won't admit it. So what would I tell anybody who came to my office? If you cannot, if your mother's not asking mechila, and you cannot, and she won't ask mechila, and you can't even talk to her about it, then your job is or to work on yourself, to be able to forgive the person nonetheless. That's what a Jew looks to. Obviously, sometimes it's very hard, but you think about, think about, I'm just saying for ourselves, if it's a mother, you think about what she gave you. She gave you life. She took care of you. She took you to the doctor. Most likely she paid for your marriage. She helped you get dressed. She calls you, and she makes mistakes. So you need to be able to forgive it. Same thing with your husbands. Right, if it's a men's class, I tell otherwise, but for sure you have to forgive the husbands. Uh, you know, you think about the good, and you and you work on yourself to forgive the person. Uh, if you can't get a person to ask mechila, if you can't get that person, then we need to work ourselves. That's not easy, and sometimes it's very hard. But it's the way of a Jew. It's the way of Hashem. And if, to the extent that we're able to forgive, we live happier lives. We're more successful in what we do. And we'll hold here, but you know, I just want to. Reiterate that Nikhila, asking forgiveness is not always a light thing, but like the Rabbah says, we should teach ourselves to overlook and to not just overlook, I should, let me just clarify that, to forgive, to truly forgive. When people do minor things, to forgive them for the minor things, that we should be able to truly 100% wipe clear when a person asks for forgiveness, the major things. Okay,